the originally planned bonus episode for the Irish folk horror movie Unwelcome got a little bit delayed. Wanted to release it yesterday. Just not enough hours in the day. Not enough time on the clock. So now I'm going to do a sneaky movie review of this film directed by John Wright, co-written by Mark Stay, and also by the director John Wright. Film stars Hannah, John Kamen, Douglas Booth, Jamie Lee O'Donnell, Chris Wally, Niam Cusack, Cole Meany, Christian Nairn, Lalo Roddy, Anaya Marson, Rick Warden, Finbar Lynch, Paul Warren, and um, what I will say about this movie is that we briefly mentioned it on our upcoming episode, episode seven, uh, where we discussed Train to Busan, and just watched this a few days ago. I know this movie actually came out um, this past January in cinemas. Um, I don't have a lot of background on this movie in terms of, you know, if it was in film festivals or whatnot. Um, I'm sure it's made its rounds um, somewhere. But when I take a look at this poster, um, this is actually what caught my eye was that this unwelcome movie um the first thing i noticed were these little creatures and it had if you've ever had that if you ever watched the cat's eye stephen king's the cat's eye there's that little goblin like creature that comes out of like that mouse hole in the wall i think it is and he comes the sucks the breath out of babies. It was really creepy. That's what these creatures remind me of in this Irish folklore. Um, I, I, when I saw the poster online, I thought, I, let me Google this movie because this looks really interesting. And then I found out, um, these creatures that are called red caps, they're made by practical effects. Now to what degree were they touched up with CGI? I can't comment on but this this really intrigued me and this poster kind of has them looking down on the couple from the hole in the roof which i will tell you um i remember them coming down the hole in the roof like one time but anyways what happens is this movie starts out as our couple uh, Maya and Jamie again, Hannah, John Cameron and Douglas Booth, both really beautiful people. Um, the movie starts out where Maya finds out that she's pregnant and the husband at first, when she's taking the pregnancy test, is kind of like, Oh, you know, I'm going to miss it being us against the world. And she's like, no, Jamie, you know, it's going to be, now it could be three of us against the world. Well, of course she gets pregnant the living area that they're at in London. It's really interesting to me because it almost seems like, um, I didn't expect this. I had like an old Soviet block feel where 
or I guess maybe it's more like a resort feel where you, they walk down their living quarters and there's just like a, there's like a gift shop slash alcoholic establishment. And when I say establishment, I don't mean pub, but uh, may, maybe this is really common in Europe and or the UK where you're living in, living in, in your condo, I guess it is, or apartment. And, uh, you've got, this is the little shop. I think I might remember that from something like let the wrong one in or let the right one in, um, that I was in that film as well, where they, they kind of had like a little convenience store, but it, it had like a old Soviet block feel to it. Like go get your rations. <laughs> um, it was an interesting setup. I can't put my finger on it, but it just, it threw me off for a minute that he just walked right down almost like a resort here in America. You all know that that's got like a hotel feel to it. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, that you've got your own convenience and wine store and everything right in your complex, I guess. Um, I mean, maybe they're, maybe they're renting out at a resort that can make sense. anyways, they find out Douglas Booth's character, Jamie finds out that he's inherited this place in the Irish country. Can't even speak in the Irish countryside, but, uh, before I go any further, they actually end up getting attacked in this movie. It's really interesting. They really, um, I can't say this any nicer. I, I mean, his character is you can interpret as being a bit of a coward. Um, seems like Maya runs the pants or wears, runs the pants. She runs in her pants. She wears the pants, uh, in this one, she's calling the shots. She's a strong woman, but they get mugged. There's these guys. It almost seems like it's these adults bullying each other. It's like a really weird, like it, it just seems like something that would have been like if they were teenagers back in an eighties film that these bullies would have been waiting for him. But the, these are criminals and they, they attack them. And at one point I thought, Oh, she just found out she's pregnant and she's going to get raped. And I, I started wincing and I'm glad that the creators didn't go there. Um, so they get attacked. It leaves them kind of scarred and they're like, okay, we're getting the fuck out of London. Like the, it's time to leave the urban centers and leave it behind. So they, they, kind of hear about this place that, um, Jamie's great aunt Maeve has, um, that he inherited after her death. Uh, it's kind of like a very, very rustic place that requires a lot of work. Um, Naim or Naim, and I'm sorry if I'm butchering that name, kind of feel like being that I'm part Irish and Scottish that I shouldn't be butchering it, but eh, I am an old friend of Jamie's aunt. Um, she tells them that they should start leaving meat at the door of this. It's really right away. It's like, what is this door at the edge of the garden? And that, um, these red caps, which I had never heard of. They're like, Oh, you mean, Oh, we're moving into the Irish countryside and you're telling me there's leprechauns. Oh, cute. That makes our rustic broken down place even more charming. Um, they're like, Oh yeah, this is like a superstition. Um, they actually found out that the great aunt Maeve and the wife Maya had a lot in common. 
she lost the child. Um, her daughter had actually disappeared when she wasn't even two or three, I think. And they never found the body. Um, this baby was part of a deal with these red caps, these creatures that you see on this unwelcome poster. Just thought this, this trailer really appealed to me. And I, I was like, okay, it's, I want to watch another horror movie that's Irish in theme. And Carrie and I had even talked about, oh, let's watch, you know, what would be good. What about an Irish author, Bram Stoker? Let's watch Bram Stoker's Dracula. We love that one. I'm like, I don't know. We tend to put that on. I don't know. It seems like at least every three or four months. We watch that a couple times every year. Um, but we're like, no, is there anything? No, I don't want to watch Leprechaun 1 through 27 or whatever it is. But uh, when this this trailer came on, we saw these creatures. And like, okay, now the red they're called red caps. I noticed the red caps in the trailer. This looks kind of like the perfect... First of all, anytime I can, something that's horror that's new that catches my eye that, that seems like it's more on the indie scene or it's film festival scene or both or um, just like, yeah, this is the perfect opportunity. It's St. Patty's Day weekend. You know, we've got, a, I've got a new kind of Irish horror movie that, that we can watch. Uh, the stars aligned for this one. And, um, wow, what an offbeat movie. So they, they find out that the aunt, Hey, you, you better leave that meat every night. And it's funny. They focused on that offering in the trailer so much, but then it was kind of forgotten about in this movie. Like I thought, Oh crap. She keeps forgetting to leave the meat out. So now they're pissed. You broke the deal. We're coming for you. Um, so anyways, um, this family, the Whalen family, this, they, they like belong in like the, the, with the family, like the last house on the left, daddy Whalen. Like, I'm wondering why do they call him daddy? You know, it was like really perverted. It was like, call me daddy. I'm like, eh, the husband's like, that's messed up uh, that he wants, especially the females to call him daddy. We know what that's about, but I'm thinking, Oh, this is a very familiar, familiar thing. There's this thing about losing babies or babies being stolen. Um, like is, are they going to transform into the red caps? And we've got Christian Nairn as, as Holdor from game of Thrones in this. And, they really did like, they subverted your expectations with him. He comes across as this slow, dim-witted, I mean, he's got cognitive issues and he like lures Maya into the woods and is like, oh, my dad hates me. He beats me, which he does. He's a, daddy Whelan's a mean son of a bitch. But uh, so is the, so is Ace Lane and Killian. And uh, he like tries taking advantage of Maya tries to rape her. There's like two almost rapes in this movie and they do make you cringe both times, but then they tastefully, I think don't go there. Cause I, I think if they went brutal that while this movie has a brutal ending, it's not a, it, it's not a disturbing movie. It does. I had told Carrie while I was watching this, that this feels like a nineties music video, the way that the lighting is. And it definitely has that Irish 
mysticism, the way that the, the film is shot and it feels fantastical. It feels like, okay, you're getting ready to meet these creatures, these red caps that everybody's talking about in this film. But these Whelans are like, yeah, we'll fix your house and we'll also brutalize you. And oh, by the way, like spoiler alert, something happens to one of the Whelans. Um, Maya's been leaving meat out. And so the deal is set. And so the red caps get back at the Whelan family and the Whelan's like, we know what, what you did. You better fess up. And they start setting the house on fire. Okay. And that's when Maya runs out of the house. And by the way, before I go on any further, I think at this point we can safely say that while it's a cliche, if you're going to have a horror movie in Ireland, like the boys from County hell, which I love, that's a great vampire movie or non-horror movie like the Banshees of Inisherin. I know it's so stereotypical, but you've got to have people going to an Irish pub for a pint. It's like a must at this point. And as somebody that's Irish, I'm perfectly fine with that. It's almost like you're going to make an Irish movie and nobody's going for a pint of Guinness or a Porter. You got to it in Irish film. It's like a must have at this point. If you're going to sell it, to a quote unquote foreign, I mean, we live in a global world world now, but if you're going to sell it to a foreign audience, this is an Irish film. Somebody better be, whoa, I always hit the damn mic. You need a new mic. This one seems to be awkward and intrusive, or maybe it's the user. Yeah. You got to have them drinking a pint and they've got to be, <laughs> there's some SNL skits with Mike Myers of them drinking and singing songs. Um, but anyways, yeah. So these red caps come when the wheel and start getting even more brutal. Um, the way that this film ends, it's not how I thought it was going to end and I won't spoil it, but I will say it's a very, when, when I wish they, my one gripe with this film is I wish they would have shown the creatures more. They like teased it. Um, the last 15 minutes, you see the 15, 20 minutes, you see them quite a bit. Um, and it is satisfying when the red caps start coming after the Whelans. And there is something that happens with Maya and the baby. And I don't, I, it's funny how this movie ends. She, let me just say this. She ends up in the red caps lair in the woods. And, oh man, just think of the movie Barbarian when this actually would make a good double feature with Barbarian, by the way. If you think about Justin Long and the woman inside of the underground chambers, there's sort of like that moment minus the breastfeeding. <laughs> um, but just there's a theme the past couple years with these people who have not been interacting with society and I'll just leave it like that. And it was like very cringy. I'm like, Oh my God, look at this person. They've never been above ground. That happens kind of in red caps. You know, this is really like a grim fairy tale. Definitely gremlins. I get a straw dogs feel from this movie for sure. If you've seen straw dogs back to my point about this feeling like a nineties movie. 
I was like, yeah, Carrie, this feels like a 90s movie the way the shot. It definitely feels like that the more this movie goes on. Think about the 90s song. I'm just making sure I'm, I'm right here on what I'm talking about. The 90s song in the video Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. It's, it's kind of got an updated look like that. This is a very alternative, indie, somewhat grungy Irish folk horror. I dig it. This movie could have came out in the mid nineties and it would have worked great. Let me, let me say a note, a few notes about the cast here. Going back to Douglas Booth. I've seen this guy somewhere before and I just don't remember where. So, um, he was in Mary Shelley. He was in LOL. He was in one of the more recent Julie Romeo and Juliet's. He was in Jupiter ascending. Um, I know he's been in some other things that I can't think of right off the top of my head. Um, no, I think that's about it. Um, now the woman who was very striking to me, uh, Hannah John Kamen. Um, I knew I had saw her more recently. She was in Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. She was um, Ava Star slash Ghost and Ant Man and the Wasp. She was in Ready Player One, Tomb Raider from 2018 and apparently she was a first order officer in the force awakens which i did not know um she's got a little bit more of an extensive tv um she voiced naya in the dark crystal age of resistance you might hear the the fam fighting over homework upstairs i just did my part and now he's it's monday evening and he's He's had it in school all day and then asking the, the kid to do even more homework after he's been so good all day long. That's another story. We're going to talk about my man, Cole Meany. And uh, Cole Meany, I mean, he's the very first thing that I think about is his role in Star Trek. Um, and I'm, I'm not a trackie, but my mom was, and I really should know this. Actually, the first time I ever remember seeing him I remember he had some small roles in, in like the Tales from the Dark Side TV series. He was in Moonlighting. He was in Dick Tracy. That might have been my first memory of him was in Dick Tracy. He was in Die Hard 2. Um, he played Dahmer in Under Siege. Uh, Ch uh, Chief Miles O'Brien in Star Trek The Next Generation. That's what his character's name was. He was in Con Air. I forgot about that. He was in Con Air. He, he reprised his role in Deep Space Nine as Chief Miles O'Brien. Oh, yeah. He played Gene, the crime boss, in Layer Cake. I love Layer Cake um, with Daniel Craig. That's a great movie. I know he was in Stargate. Um, he's just, his filmography's huge. Unwelcome. If I had to say one more thing about Unwelcome, this Irish folk horror, 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 um, it's that it is more horror adjacent. 
I would let the kids watch this one without a doubt. Even if they were a couple years younger, you know, I'd let them watch this. The blood is pretty minimal in this. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are some moments it's like, whoa, that is freaking cool. Look at these little suckers going at it. And there's even, I was actually, this is like the same thing with animals. You can kill as many people as you want in horror movies, but you better leave those dogs alone. Poor Muffin in Friday the 13th Part 2. But I was actually more disturbed at some of these red caps getting killed. Go ahead and Google red caps. Basically like a murderous goblin. Um, it's like an Anglo-Scottish-Irish lore. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome folklore. If I had to score this with the used... Used... Of course it's used. Overdue tape rentals. I would give this a three out of five. And I have Carrie's blessing to give it that score as well. She said that um, it was like a three and a half for her. So this gets a 3.25 out of five overdue tape rentals. Again, unwelcome. I say check it out. It's flawed. There are some really offbeat moments in this where it's like, huh, why did they just skip over to that? Like they just were done talking about one thing and now all of a sudden they're talking about something else and it got a little bit clunky in the middle. But yeah, it, it was fun. I, I don't think it has high rewatch value, but if you're looking for something different, I do recommend Unwelcome. Um, and hey, how many Irish folk horror movies do we get? Especially, hey, practical effects. It's kudos for me every time, especially these creatures looked awesome and their voices. I wonder if some of these guys who voiced the red caps, if they have voiced like some creatures on Lord of the Rings, like orcs or trolls or goblins or whatnot. I'd be interested to know that. All right, gang, time for me to check out. Hope you enjoyed this little bonus review of this year's Irish folklore. Unwelcome. Take it easy, guys.